no thing will stop me from seeking you out. And you will cry me mercy. And I will have none. It is me, contributing. The people who are exploiting it have asked me with all of the wisdom that I have to go over everything that happens in Puppet Master 1 and Puppet Master 2. In Puppet Master 1, there are puppets that kill a few people. In Puppet Master 2, I don't know how to describe this. There was a woman and she had se- She had set. There was a woman who has done a fornication. She gets out of the bed and her uncovered bosom is there for all to see. The fleshy orbs on her chest that will one day feed her offspring sway a little as she takes a few steps. She has put nips that should not be seen. The camera is invading this woman's privacy like a crime. I am not a criminal. I do not want this. The only uncovered bosom I should be seeing is the one belonging to the woman I love, the woman who birthed my children. I do not know this woman. I should not be seeing this. The unclothed stranger woman adjusts her undergarments, pulling the thin fabric tight against the crop of her body as she walks across the room. I can speak no more of her. There are also puppets in this movie too. This is all I have to say about Puppet Master 1 and Puppet Master 2. You can find more of me at Contributor, spelled normally K-O-N-T-R-I-B-U-T-O-R dot blog. With love, Contributor. everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Exploited. I'm Alexis Jowski. I hope no one stuffs my animus into a, a, a wooden puppet. Oh yeah, we all hope that. I'm Kevin Neely. And get your asshole ready, because this is Puppet Master 3, Toulon's Revenge. Yeah, Jesus. Yep, directed by David Dakota in the year 1991. The Nazis thought they held the world's strings. But Andre Toulon didn't need wires to make death move. Herr Toulon has developed a method of animating his puppets without string. It's as if they were alive. If Stein is even half right, this could be very important to my work. This is one of the puppets I was telling you about. No! Elsa! Take what you want, you bastards, and get out of here. That would be you, puppeteer. Put him in the second car. Take him to Gestapo headquarters. Now put the toys in with the toy maker. Never knew a man played with dolls before. That too long was a skit, your custody. We are very close to finding him. No thing will stop me from seeking you out. And you will cry me mercy. And I will have none. (laughs) 
What is this joke? <laughs> Find him. I don't care how many patrols it takes. Find him! This is the best I can do for you now. But you can still revenge yourself. What is the secret? Nell! No mercy. You think I'm afraid of this? You will be afraid. Puppet Master 3. Two lines. Revenge. And thank you to Contributor for giving us that full, detailed, and accurate summation of Puppet Master 1 and 2. Yes. So, this is Full Moon, of course. I mean, David Dakota did a lot of work for Full Moon. Right. Which rose from the ashes of Empire Pictures, the ones that gave us Sorority Babes. Ah, yeah. Yeah, once Charles Band ran that to the ground, he started Full Moon. And Full Moon's still kicking around. They have their entire library on Tubi, where we saw all of these movies. Yes. Or free. Yes, and I know Contributor's been watching the whole franchise of 14 films. <laughs> there is a lot, a lot in the series. There's a lot going on in the uh, Puppet Master mythos. Yes, and we'll get more into how that series progresses when we do the bonus episode. Yeah. Because Puppet Master 3, I feel like, is the, the high point of the whole series. It's like a soft reboot, kind of. Like, it plays with some of the background. Yeah. It plays with some of the origin, but it's also its own origin, because it retcons some of the stuff. Yeah. Because the, the first Puppet Master movie, well, uh, you know what? Contributor went over all of that. Needless to say, there were puppets. Yep, there were puppets. And we've had just a ton of actors play Andre Toulon, but Guy Rolf is really, like, the Toulon. Yeah. He's actually he's really good here. He is. Well, he's and- a classically trained actor and everything. Yeah, he definitely adds some gravitas to it, what is a kind of a, a weird character, truthfully. Yep. Uh, um, so the film... Let me switch back over to those notes here. Yeah. You also have... Um, okay, well, I'm getting ahead of myself here. The yeah. film starts in Berlin, 1941, and it's already out of continuity from the first frame. Because the first Puppet Master movie starts in California in 1939 when Andre Toulon commits suicide. Yeah. Um, I think this works well, though, the way the story builds. So. Oh, it does. And so let's, let's, uh, let's use this continuity. I like this continuity. This continuity is better. We, I like to forget that, uh, pretend that the first two movies don't exist. It's, and that's funny, because usually you want to pretend that the later ones don't exist. But. Well, also because Toulon's the villain in them. I mean, isn't he a reanimated corpse in the second one, though? Yeah, he is. He's a reanimated corpse eating kid brains and shit. He eats George Buck Flowers' brain. (laughs) I mean, can you really blame a guy who's a reanimated corpse for being bad? Yeah, you really can't. But, so we get this guy, Major Kraus, played excellently by Richard Lynch. Um, That dude fucking nails it. Yeah. We will see him plenty of other times. He's in... Larry Cohen's God Told Me To. He's in The Barbarians, which I keep putting on and taking off of the schedule. <laughs> uh, he's in The Sword and the Sorcerer. 
Oh, nice, nice. He's in Werewolf. Remember the MST episode of Werewolf? Oh, yeah. Yes. Werewolf. <laughs> yeah, that guy is creepy looking, too. Oh, yeah, but he's great. He's also the villain in Transfers 2, which uh, the, the full moon featurette I linked to you like 10 minutes before the show start. Like, you you would have had time to watch it, you know? Yeah, yeah. The twenty Here, watch this 25-minute video in 10 minutes, and then we'll talk. No. They they point out that he's in Transfers 2, because that's a full moon movie. They, they, they Like us, we brag about the ones we've done. Exactly. Yep. And he's visiting Dr. Hess, who's performing... Uh, Surgery on a guy that's still alive, maybe? That's what it looks like. Yeah, that's what we think. Um, Dr. Hess is played by Ian Abercrombie. Know what he's really famous for these days? No, but I do like him in this movie. He's the voice of Palpatine in the Clone Wars, the the cartoons. Nice. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. And so we have Krauss and Hess here. They're doing your standard Nazi zombie experiments. Yeah, you make a good use of that uh, R rating right off the bat here. Oh, it is gruesome. Um, they manage to bring this one dead soldier back to life, and he just goes crazy, and they got to put him down. Yeah, because uh, the guy's dead. Like, it, it seems like they're torturing this dude. But no. And the doctor's like, he won't last five minutes. And it's like, but they're actually talking about trying to reanimate his dead body. Yeah, that he died in battle. And so they brought his body here, tried to bring it back to life, because that's their whole goal, is to, to bring dead soldiers back to life for what is yeah. called the Deathcore Project. I like that genre of music. Um, yeah, they're, they're, getting, they're getting whooped on the Eastern Front by, uh, by the Soviets, yep. and uh, they, they want just meat shields. That can come back again and again, respawning yep. meat shields. Yep. Which is what Russia does, except Russia just does that with living people. Russia has the resources. Yeah, they have the the number of humans to just throw mounds of corpses at, yep. at Germany. So the driver for Krauss, Lieutenant Lieutenant Eric Stein, he's playing with a marionette because this movie goes hard on the puppet theme. Yeah, well, it is called Puppet Master, so I'd hope. Yeah, he runs in in slow motion too. Motherfucker looks like Radar from Nash. <laughs> he does. But he runs in in slow motion, and that's when we fade to the credits, and we get the really good Puppet Master theme. Music is awesome in this. Yeah, the the music's fucking awesome. That's what I first noticed. It's got this, like, I said, I'm not that familiar with the Puppet Master franchise, but I dig the theme song. Got that creepy carnival vibe. So good. Music's by Richard Band, who is producer Charles Band's brother. Right, well, he kills it. Yeah. It's um, great. He did the music for a lot of the the Full Moon and Empire pictures. In fact, I watched a movie today that had music by Richard Band, Reanimator. Oh, yeah, that movie has fucking awesome music, also by Richard Band. Lovecraft adaptation there. Well, I read the book the other day. Herbert West Reanimator. Yes, and so I had to had to watch that. Yeah, but, that we uh we do have some Lovecraft coming up in the future. Yes, we do. Including that, but that one's not on the schedule. We have different Lovecraft on the schedule. Yeah, Reanimator will end up eventually. Yep. And so now we get Guy Rolf as Andre Toulon, and he's running his puppet show for children. He's got his cowboy puppet, Six Shooter, who is, he's got six arms with guns, hence the name Six Shooter. Ha right. ha. <laughs> hence the name, yeah. And he's just taking out Hitler puppet. Yep, a six-armed puppet shooting Hitler. Yeah, which this is, uh, that puppet is a regular in the series, but this is his first appearance in the series. It's apparently, like, 
he made him in Puppet Master 3, but just like he was retired and living in the, the suitcase for Puppet Master 1 and 2 and then decided to come <laughs> back out for Puppet Master 4. And he's a, a apparently, according to our bonus feature, one of the original puppets, though, or, or at least a successor to one of the original puppets. Yeah, but he does his little play, and that Lieutenant Stein there is taking pictures, and he it's looks, yeah, he looks absolutely awkward because it's this entire audience of children, and there's this one awkward-looking adult just like grumping around, <laughs> creepy, creepy-looking German adult. And then um, there's a there's a meet the cast event after the puppet show where uh, th- these kids go back and they all get to meet the puppets and they they joke. Um, especially this one kid, Peter, chubby little Peter, yeah, who's really 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 big fan of Andre Toulon. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a Toulon simp. He is. And then um, Elsa Toulon comes out and says the puppets need to sleep, children. Uh, she was Queen Tamaris in Conan the Destroyer. Sarah Douglas yes. here. Yes. Yep, and she was in Superman 2. Uh, we'll see her again in Return of the Living Dead 3. And if we ever do Beastmaster 2. I mean, it's definitely in our wheelhouse. So. Definitely. <laughs> Longer the show goes, I mean. Um, and then Eric Stein comes up, you know, it's his turn to get his puppet autographed or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At Puppet Con here behind Dumont's <laughs> stage. 50 Deutschmark to pay to get your. Your autograph. Your puppet signed. That's right. He's like, oh, hey, Toulon, big fan. You know, I, 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 I do puppets myself, too. Um, but I do not like the political aspect of your show. How dare you make fun of my buddy Hitler? You know, like, the Gestapo won't like this. I mean, it's it's true. Yeah. And then Toulon's like, man, it's political satire. It's a healthy thing to do. Like, he doesn't know where he's living. Yeah. I mean, it's not like... He's in Vichy, France or something, which is why I thought this was set in. Yeah, no, he's in Berlin and has been there some time. And apparently, as we find out later, his wife is Jewish. Yeah. So he's living with a Jew in 1941 Berlin, just like, meh, whatever. Casual. <laughs> Nothing bad can happen. And um, the puppets we see are alive and they're they're watching from the shadows. And Toulon tries to say that, oh, they're they're animated by my own design of motorization. And we learned that that's that he's full of shit. He he injects this magic elixir into them, and that's why they're alive. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Yep. Is that a line? No. Oh, it's just a. Uh, it's, it's just a truth. It, yeah, it's a truth. It's an adage that in like fantasy and science fantasy stuff. Eric watches this, and you know he sees it happen. You yeah. like falls to his death off fucking boxes or something. Not to his death. He just falls off. Nearly. It's like a it's like a peeping tom, except he's looking at fucking puppets. He is, taking pictures of them. And Toulon hears him fall down and goes out and looks. And he's like, oh, somebody was clearly watching me, but ah, whatever. Like, Toulon's so easygoing, you know? Yeah, he's like, yeah, fuck it. And, um... Crazy Nazi. We get to see the other puppets, like Tunneler, with his grill head and pinhead. His pinhead. Yep. Jester is there, even though... We see Toulon create Jester in Puppet Master 2, which is weird. Maybe recreate. Wait, no. Maybe. He's in Puppet Master 1. It's Torch that he creates in Puppet Master 2, who isn't in this one. Or Retro. But yeah, so Stein goes to Nazi headquarters to snitch out on Toulon. Yeah. 
and it's a meeting with Kraus, and Dr. Hess is there. And Stein's like, oh, this bad puppet man, he makes shows that make fun of Hitler. You know, you should do something. And Kraus is like, okay, we'll do something. And Hess is like, oh, wait, these puppets are walking around on their own. He's like, oh, yeah, they're 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 alive. He brings puppets to life. And, yeah, then- and Hess is like, fuck yeah, I need to talk to this guy. <laughs> yeah, Kraus is like, is like, I need to use this guy as an excuse for my sadism. <laughs> so they're like, yep, yeah, let's go do it. Greetings, my liplings. I am Lieutenant Eric Stein, and I must inform all of you about the danger to everyone, including the young children. Please understand, I know the joys of the marionette, but not all are responsible string pullers. Some accursed socialists hide among us and use these puppets to spread lies and corrupt innocent minds. They call it political saturation, but it is only this sensation. But there is hope. It is my pleasure to introduce to you all the Lieutenant Stein's Hitler Youth Puppet School. Through our institution, the Fatherland's Young Ones, we realize the proud joy of alien puppetry. We will learn the dangers of so-called satirical works and how they can help the Empire with approved government programs written and directed by me. With our institution, we will do to puppet shows what Lenny Riefenstahl has done to motion pictures. Meanwhile, Mueller, there's General Mueller. General Mueller, played by Walter Gotell. He's their boss, and Mueller's just tired of separating these two, like, fighting children. Yeah. And has to keep telling Klaus, keep your sadist hard hard on in your pants. We need us to make these fucking zombies. We actually want to win this war, not just abuse people, Klaus. But I I must cause pain! (laughs) Uh, Walter Gotell, he played the... uh he had a recurring role in the James Bond series as the KGB General Gogol. Yeah. He's also in Sleepaway Camp 2 if we ever decide to do that piece of shit. <laughs> and so Toulon's... Go ahead. I mean, I mean, one day. So Toulon's chilling with his puppets. Um, Elsa's there. And I realize that he's obviously not animated the Hitler puppet. No, no. The Hitler puppet's just a puppet. Yeah, that's just a regular-ass puppet. Kraus comes in just like, okay, this theater is closed by the authority of the German High Command. I'm going to torture you now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I will torture you until I see fit, um, etc., etc. And Hess is like being nice guy. He's like, oh, hey, too long. Can we work together on something here? You know, in like mid-sentence, some soldier just shoots Elsa dead. Yeah, she's like, Getting mad, and she like yelled at one of them or something. The other, the soldiers just like shoot him. <laughs> and suddenly, everybody's pissed off except for Klaus. Klaus gives no shits. Yeah, Klaus gives no shits, and he's Toulon's like, "Oh no, my wife, my wife!" Klaus is just like, "Oh, I'll, I'll get her an ambulance." Okay, 
And they drag Toulon away, kicking and screaming, and once he's out of the door, Klaus just shoots Elsa again. Well, I mean, he just didn't bother to for too long that he named his, his pistol Ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hess is outside, like, going, oh, Klaus, you didn't have to do that. Klaus is like, yeah, you got what you needed. And so did I. I burned off some rage there, you know. It's like, but I didn't get what I needed, because now it's going to be impossible for him to fucking work, get him to work with us. Yeah. Like, yeah, we have this elixir, but we need to know how it works. And Toulon's just in the back of a car, sobbing his eyes out. But Pinhead and Tundler, they take it on themselves to just kill the shit out of some Nazis. Yep. I mean, and nothing of value was lost. Yep. And, uh, yeah. It's a pretty gruesome scene from, uh, <laughs> from Driller. Oh, yeah, because he, he jumps from behind the seat and bursts out of a man's chest. It's like some fucking alien, but it's a puppet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's it pretty gruesome. I'm like, all right. I'm feeling your movie. Hess and Klaus and General Mueller, they don't know this has happened yet, that Toulon's been escaping. Yeah, they're in different transports. Yeah, they're talking to Mueller. Hess is like, you shouldn't have killed the woman. You know, we, we need his cooperation. Then Hess is all, like, bitter when he's talking to Mueller. He's like, well, I'll work with Toulon as soon as Major Kraus makes it possible. <laughs> And so they, th- then they learn that Toulon's escaped. And so they're the hunt's on for Toulon, but he's hiding out in, is it an apothecary? E- maybe? I actually don't know. It's, I mean, it's got, yeah, I, I would imagine. There's leeches and shit in there, yeah. Yeah, because he picks up the jar of leeches and he's like, fucking leeches sucking the blood out of every living thing. But I'm going to keep them anyway. Yeah. I think he was, uh projecting onto the Nazis. Yeah, like, he's not talking about these leeches, he's talking about the ones outside. Exactly. But it just seems awkward, he's just, like, in here with his puppets, and he just goes up to this bottle and goes, fuck these leeches! Um, and he gives his, like, revenge speech to the puppets. So, this is, uh, not what I was expecting out of this movie. So, I, I again, I, I, going into the series, not really knowing much about it other than puppets kill people. And uh, here I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, "Oh, this is a murder revenge movie." <laughs> yeah. I was expecting, I was expecting uh, the, the puppet master to be the bad guy trying to get revenge on the people that you know killed him or whatever in the previous movies, you know, traditional slasher well, style, like mad scientist style. Yeah, ones that wronged him and took away his puppet research money or whatever. Yeah, whatever, something like that. Nope. This is like just a legit murder revenge movie with puppets. Yeah, and he's totally justified. You're on his side. Yeah. It's like the movie Wrath of Man yeah. but with puppets. Because he goes, nothing will stop me from seeking you out and bringing each one of you to your knees for what you've done. And you will cry me mercy and I will have none. I do like that, that speech. It's a good speech, and the puppets, if they could cheer, they would. <laughs> yes, the, the puppets were very, very um, motivated by the speech. They move a lot more here. That's that's how they applaud, I guess. <laughs> yes. And so we get, Toulon has sends the puppets to break into some, like, medical place to steal his shit. Uh, Pinhead Garrotts, a, a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does. Um, but he's actually just there to get some um, some spinal fluid or whatever from Elsa. Yep, he needs whatever biological material 
Yeah. Required to animate his puppets. Joker takes out a doctor with a scalpel at the Achilles. Doesn't kill him. No. But I'm like, oh, another scalpel at the Achilles. Yeah. Yeah. Saw that recently. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no need to kill the doctor. Just wants to, just needs to, to make sure he can't catch him. Yeah. They got what they came for. Yeah. No need to murder this guy. And he's made a puppet of Elsa. Like he gave it to her back when they were, when she was alive. Yep. His gift was a creepy puppet. Yeah. A creepy puppet of her. Yep. And then he, he puts Elsa's spinal fluid into the puppet and she's alive. He also stuffs her full of leeches. He's Dr. Frankenstein, but instead of chopped up corpses, you know, again, puppets. And he goes right to work getting his revenge, because Klaus goes to talk to Hess, and while Klaus is in there, we get that scene with Eric Stein. Yeah. Like, fixing the car, because Klaus is like, have the car ready. Have your car ready. Have yourself ready. Have your asshole ready. Is he, impl- is he implying that Klaus just rapes him on a regular basis? Yeah, but he also put on the Hitler statue. Is he implying that Hitler just does that? Yeah. And I'm I like, don't know. And then earlier at the puppet show, he was like Hitler fanboy number one. What, what's he doing here making fun of his boy? Maybe Klaus makes him dress up like Hitler. Oh, and has sex with him? Ooh. Yeah. I don't know what they're implying in this scene. It's definitely grim, though. <laughs> Makes Eric here wear a mustache and go, Okay, Fuhrer, have your asshole ready. <laughs> that sounds horrific. And I, sadly, I think that's my headcanon now. Hey, would have put it past Krause. He is a sadist. Yeah, he's a horrible human being. The puppets are there. Jester just kind of laughs at him. Jester doesn't participate in the murder here. Doesn't Jester, isn't that kind of Jester's thing? He just doesn't do anything. Yeah, well, he, he got that Doctor's Achilles heel, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah, true. He doesn't really kill anybody, he's just there. He doesn't have any it, special, like, killing things. He doesn't have oh, guns or pinhead he strength. Just, he has a good distraction, though, because he's creepy as fuck. <laughs> you see him, and then suddenly the other puppets are behind you. Yeah, Pinhead knocks him down, and then Leech Woman... She crawls on top of him and just barfs leeches down his throat until he dies. Yeah. I thought it was some sort of alien parasite. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? But meanwhile, inside... Oh, well, well of course, uh, Toulon pops his head out real quick to tell Eric, Hey, good night, fellow puppeteer. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you gotta know it was me that killed you, really. Uh, but inside the, the office, uh, Hess is trying out the formula, and he brings a soldier back to life. And the soldier... Immediately takes a gun and blows his head off. Yeah. And Klaus is like, well, what, what the fuck was that about? And um, Des explains, like, well, this guy committed suicide, so he still had suicide on the mind when he, he came back to life. So give me a soldier that died in battle, and the results will be different. And so Klaus goes back to the theater for no reason. I guess looking for too long? No. Presumably. He, he goes to the apothecary, and he just shoots the place up. And so Toulon gets himself around by disguising himself as a blind man. Yep. And he drops off his uh, his puppet assassin, six-shooter. Yeah. And I love this scene, has six-shooter is scaling the side of this building. Yeah, he's, he's a spider. He literally has eight limbs, so he's yeah. a spider style. And inside the building, uh, we have uh, General Mueller 
with this prostitute. We get boobs. A little bit of boob. Yep. Oh, no, it was a different prostitute. Okay. There there was somebody listed as prostitute in a movie recently that we've seen, but it wasn't this prostitute. (laughs) But, yeah, Mueller's having sex with this prostitute, and then in walks Six Shooter. And Mueller is actually being very kind to this prostitute. You know, Mueller is is uh, is an evil Nazi, but at least he's not a sadist. Yeah, he's not a sadist like Klaus. He's a he's a Nazi that just wants to win the war. Yeah, and he tells the prostitutes like, "Thank you for a good time. We'll see you again next week." Okay, here's your money. Bye. Yeah, very kind to the prostitute. Yep, and then Six Shooter comes in and just starts firing guns, which they're like really powerful guns for a little puppet. So I started blasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started blasting. Um, but it's the big fall out of the building that really kills Mueller. Yeah. But during the conflict, uh, Mueller shoots off one of Six Shooter's arms. Nice five shooter. Yeah. Um, so now Toulon and the puppets are hiding out beneath some blowing out ruins. And guess who else is hiding in this cellar? So it happens to be his simp and the simp's dad. Yep. And they explain that um that they're on the they're on the run too because Peter's mom was like Polish and it gets uh Klaus thought, yo, Polish must be a spy, murder this family because that's even though <laughs> even though Poland is occupied by Germany and so technically isn't she German at that point? <laughs> Well, I mean, she's still Polish. There was a Polish resistance, I'm sure. I suppose that's true. But why would they be in Berlin? Yeah. So now the the mom's dead, and so Peter and the dad are hiding out in this cellar with Toulon. Peter's like, I'm your biggest fan. I'm going to help you. I'm going to be your assistant. Do you want me to go out and steal shit for you? And Toulon's like, no. No, just stay here, kid. The kid's like, all right, I'm going to go steal shit for you. And Toulon's making a new puppet. Based upon Klaus, Kraus, and Peter's like, oh, that looks like the man from the Gestapo when they took my mother away. <laughs> and he's like, well, yes, yes, it is. Are you a puppet that has been forced to labor for long hours with little compensation? Are you forced to come crawling faster and obey your master? Is a master of puppets pulling your strings, twisting your mind, and smashing your dreams? Blinded by him, you can't see a thing? Just call my name. Objection! Phoenix Toulon, Puppet Attorney. I'll get you the compensation you deserve. Recent cases in the Supreme Court, such as Pinocchio v. Stromboli and Lamtrop v. Lewis, have forced the courts to find that all puppets are entitled to adequate financial compensation for their service. Objection! Contact me, Phoenix Toulon, Puppet Attorney. I fight for the rights of puppets everywhere and will make sure that you get what you deserve. Call me today, Phoenix Toulon, Puppet Attorney. Objection! 1-800-PUPPETS for all your puppet-related legal needs. Even though Toulon said, hey Peter, don't do this, Peter just is like, I'm gonna go anyway, and he goes to the workshop, gets his ass captured by, by Hess. And Peter can't keep his fucking stupid mouth shut. Luckily, Hess has no interest in actually hurting Toulon. He legit just wants to talk to him. He's like, hey, kid, do you want some candy? He's like, sure. I live in this cellar over here with Toulon. <laughs> like, no hesitation. He's not even like it's sworn. He's like, yep, I'm his assistant. 
I'll take yeah. you right to him. Yeah. <laughs> and he just leads him. He's like, right in here, sir. So Hess goes in and he has this conversation with Toulon, where we learned that uh, Toulon used to be a doctor. He taught medicine in Paris. And after the war, he couldn't stand the sight of blood, so he decided to become a puppeteer. That's important when we get to the bonus feature. Yeah, that does not... Uh, <laughs> it doesn't fit well with that. No. We also learn how he got the secret for the puppets. Is um, It's shown in more detail in Puppet Master 2. I'm sure Contributor went over that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, that he went on a trip to Egypt with Elsa. Um, they saw these puppets that, you know, were animated. And it's interesting in Puppet Master 2 because the guy's got... We see a glimpse of it like that, that green, like, demon-looking puppet that the, the yeah. Egyptian guy has. Mm -hmm. And uh, in Puppet Master 2, the, the guy playing Toulon, it's a different actor, he goes, well, that thing's ugly. What? And the Egyptian's like, well, yeah, that's just my taste, but the point is, look, it's it's moving on its own, dude. Do you want this <laughs> secret? He's like, oh, oh, yeah, sure, sure. Sorry I dissed your, your puppet. <laughs> Uh, but Toulon explains the key is that you have to have known the people who they were in life. That they're not just animated puppets, that they're, there's some essence of a living person. That it's their human spirit that wants to go on of that actual person, and he explains who each of these puppets were in life. Like, and basically they're all out for revenge. <laughs> yeah, like, Pinhead, he was a, uh, he was a trucker that was hiding Jews or something. Again, important when we get to the bonus feature. <laughs> yeah. So Hess is like, oh, okay, yeah, so I can't really do this with people then, okay. Then, then Toulon's like, here, check out my new puppet. Does he look familiar to you? And they have a good laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Peter's dad is also turning in Toulon to Klaus just to get freedom for him and his son. Like, Klaus would actually do that. <laughs> Oh, but he would say he would. Yeah, he'd say he would. I'm like, man, this family is just, they can't keep their mouths and then, shut. And then, prop, and then promptly flay them in front of yeah. each other. Like, they really thought this dude's wife was a spy? This is the chattiest fucking no-secret family ever. <laughs> and then Peter's there to like, oh, here, I brought you six shooters arm. And then Hess is like, hey, are you gonna send one of your puppets to murder me? <laughs> Toulon's like, not today. <laughs> yeah. And has yes, this, one day I will send a puppet. But not today. Not today. You're, you're nice enough to have a couple more days on this earth. And Hess is like, hey, you know, it was nice meeting you. Maybe, you know, if it wasn't World War II happening, we could have worked together and done great things. But then here comes Krauss and the Gestapo that are like, hey, if Hess is in there, kill him. You know, and this this whole thing doesn't turn out well. Yeah, I mean, you get some puppets killing Nazis, which is good. Yeah. Then Kraus decides to just kill Peter's dad. I mean, he was going to do that anyway. And then a uh, six-shooter shoots down a Nazi, and Hess goes out to like, Oh, well, let me make sure he's dead, but he's not, and he kills Hess. <laughs> yeah, so fucking stupid. He looks completely dead. And that dude just, out of pure spite, manages to kick you know, keep himself up for half a second just to shank him before dying again. Yep. <laughs> so fucking stupid. And Hess is like, it's okay, Toulon, you go, you escape. And So Toulon and Peter escape. He's got Peter with him. Um, no, he doesn't have Peter with him yet. 
Because he just, uh, Toulon dresses up in a Nazi uniform to get around, and he just goes back to the theater and, and sleeps on a bench. Yeah, I think he, he takes the, uh, <laughs> the, the uniform of the one six-shooter shot to shit. Yeah. Then, uh, he, he dreams the flashback that we already went over about Egypt. Yep. And wakes up to Peter going, I will help you, Puppet Master. And Toulon's like, okay, kid, I guess you can. But I got some, some shit to do first. And we get a Klaus, or Kraus, return into Kraus. his office. And he's just got this perfect outfit on with the black fedora and trench coat. He looks so evil. Today, snappy dresser, I'll give him that. Yep, and I love this whole scene. Like, this this was why I loved this uh, out of all of them, is this whole scene with Toulon and Kraus here. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so his phone lines are cut, and... He's like, I brought you this new puppet. Here, look, it looks just like you. Now you can see what a small man you really are, Major Kraus. <laughs> um, he does manage to shoot Toulon, but that doesn't matter for anything. Right. And so they uh, they throw a rope over like one of the rafters, and it's got these hooks, and they just put the hooks into, into Kraus and pull them up. And then uh, Pinhead drags out an axe and puts it on the floor while... Toulon sets the rope on fire. Yep. And so Kraus just falls right down onto the axe, and it's good. It's rewarding. I think I would have just let him hang on the hooks till he either bled out or died of dehydration. Oh, yeah. But then what if, you know, he screamed loud enough to get help and live? Oh, that's a good point. Yep. So we get some really bad stock footage of a train arriving in Berlin. It's like really obvious stock footage. I mean, not as obvious as our bonus feature. <laughs> not like our bonus feature, no. <laughs> but yeah, they arrive. They're, they're um, about to board a train to Switzerland. You know, Peter and Toulon. And they're, they're, they have the puppets out. And this little girl's like, look, mother, dolls. They're not dolls. They're puppets. You're playing with dolls. <laughs> and the, the, this woman asks Toulon, she's like, did you enjoy Berlin? And he's like, oh, no, I had a terrible time here. You have anything to declare? Yeah, don't go to Berlin. <laughs> yeah. And then Peter and Toulon go off to Switzerland and then presumably to America because that's where, you know, Toulon is when the series begins. Without yeah. Peter, I guess Peter didn't make it. I think I read that he's supposed to have dropped Peter off with relatives. Probably, I guess. I, I guess. Let's be honest, the series doesn't worry too much about its continuity. It's, it's kind of loose. No. We get a title that tells us, Coming soon, Puppet Master 4, when bad puppets turn good. Which Yeah, we didn't get that one. But we did get Puppet Master 4. And the, yeah, but it wasn't titled that. No, it was just called Puppet Master 4, The Demon. And it's Puppet Master 4 and 5 are like a two-part movie. It's like Fast X Part 1. <laughs> It's like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and 4. 4 and 5. No, no, no Nightmare on Elm Street's 3 and 4 are the ones that are Four Dream no. Warriors and... Well, 4 is Dream Master and 5 is Dream Child, which is the same character from 4. I thought it was I thought it was four, 3 and 4 that were... No, it was 4 and 5. But then 1 and 3 are paired because of Heather Camp's character. But yeah, Puppet Master 4 and 5, they pair together, and Toulon's in those as well as, as a puppet, kind of. They have this puppet called the Decapitron. 
that has a oh, head yeah. that turns into Toulon's head, and he's just like, I'm the ghost head of Toulon helping you out here. And it's got, like, interchangeable heads because they just rip off the Toulon head and throw on just, like, a, a, a Tesla coil. It's weird. <laughs> it is. That is weird. Because they did uh, Puppet Master 4 and 5, and then David Dakota came back to direct Curse of the Puppet Master. Um, which yeah, has- they kind of, like, rotate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he did, right after that, our bonus feature that you're going to hear, Retro Puppet Master. Yes. But before we get into our bonus feature, where do you put Puppet Master 3 on the uh, the coffee scale? Uh, it's, it's delicious. I would take it. I would just, I would take it over all the coffee. Really? Yeah. I think it's a fun movie. It is I, a fun movie. This is, yeah, this, this is 6 a.m. Yeah. Starbucks. Yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah, it's a it's a fun movie. It's it's pretty well acted. <laughs> Honestly, it's a great cast. Maybe uh, I'm being a little generous given the the uh, supporting cast of our bonus feature. But. Um, well, yeah, it's wonderfully cast. Everyone is perfect in it, and the special effects are fantastic with the puppets. Better than the yeah. first two movies. Everything's good about it. I, there's something I didn't like about it. Also, still under an hour and a half. You know, Dakota knows one thing. If, if he's good at one thing, it's not overstaying his welcome. He makes these competent movies, some of which are kind of cheesy, but they never overstay their welcome. It's like, he knows what his movie should be. This isn't like, oh man, I'm going to make a fucking two and a half hour slasher film. I'm going to make the fucking dances with puppets over here. <laughs> Yeah, he knows what he's up to. He knows how to keep it brisk. He knows how to edit it down to the necessities, and it's a, a fun ride. $800,000 budget, but, you know, it doesn't feel that way. Wow, yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah, good job. Yeah. I think that's 800 times more than our bonus feature had. Yeah. I definitely am seeing why you uh, why you love this guy so much. Yeah, he's a great, great director. I have a lot of respect for what he does within the genre. He he's he, he makes the it's just very tight. I just I like how brisk these movies are. He's he's a good journeyman, I guess you could say. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to make a movie. Yeah, well, and, and he's thing, not trying to be an auteur. Yeah, he knows exactly what he's making. He's like, I'm here to make money, and I'm going to do this. To make money. This is how we make money. We're not making art here. <laughs> yeah. And it's a fun movie, and he knows the audience. Yep. And he understands that, yeah, to, you know, 150-minute, 180-minute slasher film, that's not something that works. <laughs> yeah. So, we can't, we, we're not making uh, Puppet Master Endgame. <laughs> I know. That, that, that comes later Fuck on it. in the series. Thanos puppet. Yeah, so that's a great movie. Um, our bonus feature, as we said, is going to be Retro Puppet Master. Which is an interesting title. Not the one I would have given the movie, but it's the one that was it was given. I guess that's... Well, I'll, I'll get into it in the bonus feature. But yeah, right. this was our episode on Puppet Master 3. Big special thanks to Martha Page, Fluffy Devil, William Wright, and Contributor for recording their contributions to this episode and the bonus episode. 
Make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and tell your friends, help get the word out. You can check out more episodes at our website, www.exploititpodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at exploititpodcast or on Twitter at podcastexploit. And you can also join our Exploitit Discord or contact us at exploititpodcast at gmail.com. So join us for our bonus episode on Retro Puppet Master, and then next week uh, we're going to summer camp. <laughs> yep. Till then, good night. Good night.